0: Australink here with fine wisdom, that's hashtag fine, F-E-I-N, wisdom, with constitutional scholar Bruce Fine. Bruce, it is May 20th, 2015. The House passed their version of the USA Freedom Act. The Patriot Act debate now moves to the Senate. The overall debate is whether 215, a provision within the Patriot Act should be sunset, June 1st, mm-hmm. I, I believe it does. They're battling back and forth between the s- surveillance hawks and the civil libertarians. As, a, as the battle moves to the Senate, Senator Rand Paul has said he will filibuster mm-hmm. the effort. What are your thoughts? Yes, I think that's imperative that uh, Rand do that for numerous reasons. One, just with regard to his own brand as being someone who defends individual liberty. Uh, and the, the Fourth Amendment right uh, to be let alone is the core of, of individual liberty. Indeed, it was that uh, uh, privacy concern that was the spark of the American Revolution. Uh, which was provoked by these writs of assistance that empowered every petty British official to rummage through the colonists' homes and businesses searching for contraband or otherwise. And we need to understand that this opposition uh, to the bulk collection, the indiscriminate collection of telephony metadata on the entire population is not based upon the idea that you don't need to investigate crime or terrorism. Uh, But the Constitution provides that, yes, you can investigate, you need probable cause based upon particularized suspicion that an individual or evidence is relevant, you know, to crime or or terrorism. You should meet that threshold in order to justify encroaching on this fundamental unalienable right of liberty, the right to be let alone. That's just important because many people think that if you're opposed to the this Section 215 Act, suddenly you believe everybody is angelic and uh, everybody will lay down and uh, and, and uh, turn uh, uh, swords into plowshares. No. And the country for centuries uh, used uh, the Fourth Amendment standard uh, to investigate crime, and we thrived. We didn't get crushed, you know. This is a modern-day uh, assertion that suddenly we need to abandon our Fourth Amendment principles uh, to remain uh, safe and uh, secure in our liberty. But going further with regard to, I think, the the imperative of, of RAN, just on the, the facts of the, of the case, which are overwhelming. This particular program has persisted now for nine years, and there's no evidence that has foiled even a single terrorist plot in nine years, gathering the staggering amount of, uh, of data. Part of that is because it is indiscriminate, so the NSA continues to build a bigger and bigger haystack looking for a needle. Well, when the haystack keeps getting bigger, you're going to have a more difficult time finding the needle, and that's exactly what is happen. Moreover, those who kind of suggest that if this authority lapses, suddenly we'll have terrorism uh, like 9-11s every week uh, can be disregarded. This kind of the sky is falling down is also reminiscent of what happened with an earlier uh, NSA uh, statute. It's called the Protect America Act, uh, which was passed in August of 2007. It expired in February 2008. And the NSA said, oh, with well, this expiration, without additional authority, the, all sorts of mayhem will occur. Well, it lapsed for six months until the version that now we're talking about was enacted in, uh, in 2008, uh, later in the year. Nothing happened during that interval. And we need to be, and, and Rand needs to recognize, that the intelligence community almost invariably, vastly exaggerates danger. Vastly underestimate, you know, our security. Let's just think of some examples historically. Remember, there was the intelligence community that suggested that, uh, you know, the the Bay of Pigs uh, was was going to be essential to our safety, and 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 we would have all sorts of. Uh, a rebellion against Fidel Castro. It was all wrong. There was nothing that happened with regard to the Cubans other than rallying behind Fidel Castro. The intelligence community got it all wrong. We spent almost a trillion dollars examining the Soviet Union and the Cold War, and all of the intelligence community got it wrong on the Berlin Wall. All of the intelligence community got it wrong on Gorbachev because they didn't want to suggest that the Soviet Union really was. Crumbling because it would diminish their stature and their money. Uh, the intelligence community did got it wrong with regard to an explosion in India's nuclear uh, uh, devices. I believe it was in nineteen. I think I don't nineteen ninety eight. Uh, if you look at the history of the intelligence community's forecast, you can't really find anything. That they've gotten right now those on the other side will say well they've got it right a lot of times but it's secret and they can't tell us really in Washington DC if you have a success you can leak out a success in like five seconds and the president can decide for national security purposes that certain things have to be declassified in order to show what great wisdom we had and we haven't had any of that on the intelligence community so I think we need uh, to To uh, disregard, really, all of this, the fear-mongering. We've had prior fear-mongering that's been totally, totally fallacious, uh, and we should go forward by uh, the filibuster preventing any extension of Section 215, restoring the Fourth Amendment as it's understood for two centuries, and that has kept us safe and has focused us on real threats, uh, that can be undertaken pursuant to warrants or otherwise, and begin to recapture our liberty that is you know, it's being crushed every day by more and more expansive government intrusions into our lives. Thank you, Bruce.